Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host. It's Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely fucked this week. I am so tired, but the show must go on. We are here with Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Yo. Uh, Yo. Yeah, I mean, that's an intro, isn't it, that? Um, it is. So, I don't think we've had you singing that often on the cast. No, probably for good reason, to be honest. Um, so, what have you been up to, Matt? I have had a bit of an odd week in the, for the first time, probably in a month. I was about to say I haven't bought anything, but then I remembered I got the more yellow comp since the last <laughs> podcast, so that's a lie. Okay, so I suppose that's the first thing we need to talk about is I've bought a more yellow comp. And uh, have you have you had a chance to try it? Uh, very briefly, and not in the amp that it's intended for. So it's intended to go on the big board with the Vox. I've yeah. only tried it for 10 minutes through the Hayden. Um, and I did exactly what you said, which was turn the compression down, have the volume at Unity, and then just use the EQ to sort of put it where you like it. And yeah, it yeah. does kind of what I was expecting it to. Um, I've bought it because people keep telling me that you need compression on a guitar, and I keep telling people that I'm not a country player. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, I mean, there, was a, there must have been a glitch in the in the recording there. Sorry about that. <laughs> so I'll fix it in post, mate. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> but yeah, um, so, but to be honest with you, thinking about it, we've started putting more clean stuff yeah. in, and I think for clean, you probably do need a compressor. Uh, it probably helps. I, I need clean notes that ring, and at the moment I get clean notes that die too soon. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that that's pretty much textbook what it's for, is making notes sustain for longer. Yeah. Um, but I, I use it um, not only with with clean, and like I say, I only very much kind of feather the uh, the compression on just a touch. So that it kind of blooms in a little bit rather than that really kind of squishy. Yeah, no, I don't want uh, squishy. I, I like that's that's the sound I hate. That yeah, squashed well, compression, horrible. Yeah, yeah I mean it, it's it's ideal for country because there's there's so much kind of attack on the notes, especially because mm. they're using like either like position two on a strat or like the bridge of a telly. Yeah, like an actual like. Telly bridge pickup, but rather than like a Seymour Duncan yeah. quarter powder as well. Yeah, and clean. Why shit, yeah, why the <laughs> shit would you do that? Yeah, that's uh, why they need those bloody compressors, morons. Yeah, just, just use a, use yeah, a neck just, pickup. That's it. Yeah, it's what it's literally what tellies are for. They have got the best one, so <laughs> just just fucking use it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I find like using a compressor, I. Uh, don't have to use as much gain to get the the kind of sustain and saturation that I used to get via turning the gain all the way up. So I don't have to be yeah. so childish anymore. Yeah, and I think that might be something that happens. I might end up having it as an always-on pedal so that I don't have to kick in the OCD, the tube screamer, and the hot cake when I need lots and lots of ringing, long notes yeah well it it, yeah. it means when you do that you kind of you suffer a, a bit with the clarity of the note whereas with a compressor you get you're still getting a lot of the clarity 
uh, at lower gains, like, but you're still getting the the um, the singing notes that you require, like. Yeah. So. And yeah. like, like I say, that's that's kind of what I need it for, and I've put this off now. I mean, I've been in this band. What are we? Twenty eighteen. I've been in this band seven years now, and I've never used a compressor. Pe- well, used a compressor pedal once, and it was a crappy Digitech one that just. The only sound it did was the horrible squashy one. Oh, was that the um so, the, the big squeeze or whatever it was called? Yeah, Something that's like the one, it. the orange one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I managed to kill that because I accidentally plugged an 18 volt power supply into it as well. <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> but I don't think it that says was... with quotations. <laughs> I, I don't think that really matters because it was <laughs> shit anyway. He <laughs> was like, die, you squishy bastard, die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, like I say, I've not really tried it in the proper setup that I want it for, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to work for, for what I've used it for. I suppose the next thing I did was I gigged with the Hayden for the first time on Friday. Um, I had to use the main board again because I do need re- I do need um, chorus and I don't yet have my chorus pedal. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't bother plugging both boards in and plugging one into the other, yeah, yeah. but I did play plugs into the board like guitar into the board rather than wireless system yeah. for the first time in god knows how long and it felt really weird because in sound check i couldn't go to the back of the room and hear what the guitar sounded like <laughs> for <laughs> the first time in like yeah. three years you just have to rely, <laughs> rely on the, on the fact it was awesome that's it no yeah but um digging with drive like i say I, I, I thought i after the practice and it turned out to be amazing and i really loved it yeah Amp drive is just amazing. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, there's there's something to be said about amp drive, isn't there? And I think we we lose sight of the fact that amps do sound good when driven by the fact that we can get everything so conveniently at the touch of a a foot switch. Yeah, and it's something that I'm going to be looking into more often now. I think I think whilst the AC15 will probably come out for bigger gigs, I think anything where we're not doing very many clean songs and I don't want to break break my back, I yeah. can rock up with a, a lightweight head and a lightweight cab and not have the struggle of dragging a 2B12 combo that weighs approximately half of Mars <laughs> into, a, into a, a venue. Yeah, uh, we've got a little feature that kind of plays into that fact uh, a little bit later, haven't we? Yes and no. Um, spo- yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, explain why I said yes and no in a bit. <laughs> no, I can't wait. But yeah, I mean, the the idea was that we'd <laughs> we'd kind of come up with some lower wattage alternatives, but that 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 is much. It's lower wattage. Yeah. I just yeah, I'll explain later. But yeah, um, so yeah, I had the gig. Not the best. It's our first pub gig since. June, because all the gigs we've been doing have been private functions. Um, we try and make sure that we get a few pub gigs in to make sure that if anybody's got a wedding coming up and they've booked us and they want to check that we're the right band or they want to check what yeah. we sound like before we're gigging, before we're, um, we do their wedding, that we do a few pub gigs. We just haven't had the chance. Um, it was all right. It's just, I've. I don't like sound checking when there's other people in the room and obviously the pub doesn't shut down whilst you're sound checking. 
Yeah. And you've just got 40 pissed blokes going, oh, why don't you play a full song? <laughs> it's like, no, we're trying to set the level between the bassist and the drummer. Oh, but it's fine. We don't care. Just play a song. And we're like, yeah, but you might not care, but yeah. other people might care. Other people might not have been drinking since three o'clock, you stupid pisshead. <laughs> That's it. But oh, yeah, um, it's the joys of pub gigging, isn't it? Well, to be honest, usually where with the the pub gigs that I do, it's doors open after we've sound checked, so we get sound checked to an empty room. Um, but it's been a while, so uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, things might have changed. Um, so yeah, I mean, stuff. What I have done this week, I've done some stuff. Um, I whipped out the Telecaster that kind of started the Telecaster thing. So... Right, okay. Uh, the the story is, like, um, I used to play Strats quite a lot, uh, and I, I was like, I fancy a Telecaster, but I don't have a great deal of cash. I'll just kind of check eBay for some... Uh, for some, like, pretty decent deals and see if I can just, like, pick up a cheap beta telly. Because um, yep. back then, Facebook Marketplace wasn't a thing, and I don't think I was on Facebook anyway. Um, <laughs> so eBay was the one and only way of getting stuff. Uh, so I saw this um, kind of parts caster, no-name no uh, telecaster bits, uh, that had absolutely no interest on it. It was collection only and just so happened to be like 10 minutes away from where I was working. <laughs> um, and of course, with like those those two kind of criteria on it, no one was interested at all. Yeah. Um, so I, I ended up getting this uh, pretty decent spec'd up telly. It's like a mahogany, uh, like a mahogany body that were... That, the the guy had cut out himself. It's it's a pretty decent job, but it's like it's a hand, not professionally built, but hand built Telecaster body. The neck was made by like a local luthier, uh, and has got a fender decal on it. Uh, and it's just like the rest of it is made of bits. Like the the bridge is like a squire bridge or something, but then it had like a uh, a Kent Armstrong bridge pickup and like a Damasio neck pickup um, okay. and when I picked it up the uh, I think the volume pot was faulty so you could either have it all on or it would just crackle below anything else so I had to get it sorted out but like like I say I paid 90 quid for it uh, yeah. and it was it was like a really decent telly and I ended up like falling in love with it getting rid of the strats and then buying shit loads of tellies. <laughs> um, but like ever since my number one has taken over uh, and yeah. that became like, that became the telly to go to. And I kind of forgot about this one. So I pulled it out of storage, give it a quick clean up and played it. And lo and behold, it's fucking awesome. Um, I, not long after I got it, I, I really didn't like the, uh, the Kent Armstrong bridge pickup because it was it was like a really dark sounding pickup uh, so I ended up putting a Seymour okay. Duncan 
uh, quarter pounder in it because uh, well, why the fuck wouldn't you? Know, they're I was going to say because that's a good pickup for a Telecaster bridge. Well, yeah, I mean, like I, I took out like a standard Telecaster pickup for like a, a well-known dark Telecaster pickup, <laughs> but it, it it worked. It worked better, and it it it's, it works really well with it, especially with drive as well. Um, but this this like unknown Damasio neck pickup. The guy the guy told me it was a Damasio, and I haven't checked if I'm honest. Um, but he said, yeah, it's a Damasio, and I asked him for more information, and he went, it's a Damasio, mate. So <laughs> that's as much information as I've got out of it. But it is it sounds like fucking sublime, uh, and it's got a, a coil split on it as well, so it's so versatile. Um, but yeah, it, it made me fall in love with this parts telly again. Um, I do need to get the uh, the body sorted though, because it looks it looks like he's painted it with Ron Seal. It's just <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> so it's like this kind of brown stain, but it's got like drip marks on it, where it looks as if he's just like slapped the paintbrush on it and just let happen what happens. Um, so yeah, I think at some point in its in its life, I will strip it. And put some some actual like an actual decent finish. When I when I uh, first started playing guitar, I always wanted to have like a a green a green stain telly like Francis Rossi. So I think yeah, maybe one day I might do that to this telly. Do it, do it. That's an awesome finish. It I is. I love that guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, his his has gone through many changes, hasn't it? And it's. It's got well, he retired latest. it uh, three years ago. Do he had to retire it because it was falling to pieces? Like it was like the bridge wouldn't stay in the body anymore. He like filled the holes where the screws had come in with dowels so many times that even that wasn't keeping the bridge screwed <laughs> in anymore. So he was like, "Yeah, I've had to retire it." It was just before. Um, was it him or Parfit passed yeah, away? Parfit, yeah, Parfit. Yeah, Parfit's gone. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like a year before Parfit passed away. They had to retire the green telly because. It just, after like 60 years of abuse, it had finally gone, yeah, no, not anymore, mate. But uh, I mean, considering like, considering how much that guitar has been through, that is, it's done its job and some, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Doesn't owe him a penny anymore. That. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I think I might, I might do a tribute to that one day. Uh, so yeah, I, I played that and it was, it was, it was awesome. I also played a rather, rather lovely guitar pedal this week as well. Um, oh I, I might have mentioned last week. I don't know if I did actually. Um, but the lovely Mr. Stuart Tate has sent me through a a BMB Overdrive, um, which is it was his kind of flagship model. Um, it used to have some rather political. Um, image on the front and now he's kind of he's, he's settled for a, a, a little bit more subtle um a little bit classier dare i say um graphic on the front yeah i mean like it, it, if you want to make a viable business having politics on the front of your pedal is probably not the best i mean actually i don't think it would have affected him that much because I would say a lot of musicians are more liberal than not. 
Yeah. And um, that might be a generalization that I come to regret, but like that's just oh maybe that's just my circle of friends. Um I don't know. Yeah, I think um like if I recall back to the the interview, he says it even though it had uh like political figures on the on the pedal, it wasn't actually meant to be a political statement. It was just a kind of a bit of banter between his friends that got out of hand. <laughs> which is the greatest kind of uh, yeah <laughs> the greatest kind of basis of a pedal and a pedal company as well it yeah. just it got out of hand a little bit um but yeah this uh, this bnb overdrive it's uh heavily based on the rat uh circuit and part of the reason why why stuart sent it over was because i was talking to him and said i haven't really tried a rat i've, I've tried the more black secret which is supposed to be rat flavored, but it's it's not, not great. Yeah, I mean, Moore makes some fantastic pedals, but that one isn't one really of- it. Yeah, so so he sent me this thing over, um, and it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> um, so I mean, it's what we've come to expect from Mister Tate, though, isn't it? Yeah, he's. It turns out he he does know how to make pedals. Um, he's he's pretty pretty clever in that sense. Um, so yeah, it's like if you've played a rat, I'm going to be preaching to the choir here. But I I hadn't played it. I hadn't played a, a rat before. Um, and and this one. So kind of up to about a third of the gain, you've got kind of subtle bluesy crunch. Um, kind of from a third to two thirds, you've got kind of nineties distortion. Right. Kind okay. of, yeah, you're kind of like punk tone, yeah. and then if you push it beyond that, it almost kind of tickles the fuzz. Tickles the fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I don't even know what I'm saying these days. <laughs> I suppose it's not as bad as last week, is it? With, the, with all the loads no, flying over the place. Let's let's try not to talk about multiple loads. Multiple again. loads, yeah. So, so yeah, the the BMB tickles the fuzz, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I, uh, I I recorded a little demo of that this week, um, and I was only supposed to play it for about probably an hour. I ended up something like two and a half hours in having to turn my amp off because I, I knew that I would still spend more time playing it. Um, yeah. Uh, however, I would, if I was, uh, if I were you, listener, and, and Matt, I, I don't know if you, you fall into this category though, um, check out um, my, uh, my YouTube channel next Friday. Okay, so it will. It will this be this Friday yeah. by the time the yeah, podcast so comes out. This podcast is released on Monday. On the Friday, you yeah. need to check out the uh, the YouTube channel, and I'm just giving you that as a hint now. So you need to check that YouTube channel out. Okay, makes sense. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anymore, but you need to check it out. I will be doing so. Um, and almost along the same kind of lines, um, by. Now, by this Monday, which is very strange because it's not Monday for us at all at the moment, um, but by, by this Monday that this uh, this podcast is out, 
Um, the competition for the Dave Rage uh, Budget Pedal Chap Solo competition will be closed. And if I've got my finger out and managed to wrangle Mr. Dave Rage, because he's a vi- very busy chap, um, we will be uh, announcing a winner on our uh, interview podcast and the last interview podcast for the year. Yeah. Uh, which is exciting stuff. But you need to listen to that podcast if, you, if you're the winner to find out if you won this bounty of pedals. I mean, I'm going to be listening to it myself just to check that it weren't me because I, I really want it. <laughs> yeah, and there's a quite a num- significant number of pedals on there, isn't there? Indeed. I'm, I'm eyeing up that uh, Hello Sailor. I think it's a Range Master that he's, uh, that he's throwing in, which... Yeah, it's the Range Master Fuzz, isn't it? Um, it's Well, the Range oh. Masters, it's, uh, it's like a treble booster kind of thing, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, I, yeah. I mix them all up. I'm not very good with names. Um, yeah, the uh, the Range Master, and he's been demoing uh, demo on the Range Master into Tube Screamers and after Tube Screamers this week, and they sound bloody good. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. And uh, on the on the Hello Sailor um, Instagram channel, he's 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 made a Tube Screamer in the the massive clon. Uh, enclosures which is just so yeah. good I love love the fact that it's it's like ostentatiously large <laughs> yeah I mean there's no other way you can put it it really is there it's just yeah it's 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 silly it's it is. takes up the same same amount of space as like a Strymon one of the Strymon trios yeah but it sounds good oh it sounds amazing and it's gold as well so Gold's a good it is. Uh So yeah, that's that's things to watch out for on in and around the kind of fret talk universe. I don't know what we call it. Media group. Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> it makes us sound a bit too official there, like we're like we're actually professionals. No. I mean that sounds that sounds a bit too organised yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. Rather than the quick sort of can you do this day? Yeah, we can. Okay, let's record a podcast. That's it. Yeah, I think I think behind the scenes, folks. That's it. We should probably call it the the kind of fret talk jamboree. That, that sounds that sounds more like it would be suited to our yeah <laughs> yeah. Sounds a little bit disjointed. Um, so as as I hinted at earlier, we've got we're going to start with a question this week, um, and it is the small amp challenge. So. Um, uh, do you want to do you want to tell them what I sent you early on this week? So I gave you a challenge, didn't I, Matt? You did. Now I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically you said that we needed to find an amp that was ten watts or less valve that could replace our gigging amp, the, yep. the gigging amp that you're using at the moment, or you'd let us go up to I believe it was thirty watts for solid state. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of what sparked it this week, I was listening to the Guitar Nerds podcast uh, and they were talking about kind of the the falling out of favour of the, the kind of massive 100 watt stacks in favour of like 30 watt and 15 watt combos. I was like, we can do yeah. better than that. We can do 10. I, I reckon we could probably do 10. Let's give it a go. 
So yeah, 10, yeah. 10 watt for the valve or up to around 30 for the uh, for the solid state. So do you want me to go first or do you want to go first, Matt? Um, I, I'm not fussed either way. I'm just going to say one thing. I don't think you can gig with 30 watt solid state and I know you're going to say it's only a small pub and stuff, but I just think solid state you need 50 or 60 watts even to do a small pub is my personal opinion so i haven't got anything in the solid state category unless you're going to allow me to go up to 60 yeah well that's all i will i mean my my assumption was that most pubs and clubs these days have a decent enough pa that you could probably Ah, get 15 watts to work for you it might be a bit of a struggle but I mean, if you're going for that, then maybe I've gone on the basis of all of the pubs that I play don't have a PA at all. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> so I mean, 10 for, watt might be, a 10 watt valve might be a bit of a struggle then as well. It probably would be, but I think it's doable. Yep. Whereas I think you've probably got to go, I think the only solution, solid state, I can think of that I'd be comfortable with would be the Orange Crush Pro 60. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our Which mix has got one of the orange crushes, and he, he swears by it, doesn't he? But he, yeah, isn't I mean, he's I like the 60 or something, or is it, is it, is, I, it's a bigger one, isn't it? I thought I thought his was the 120. Yeah, potentially. I don't know, it's been a while. Yeah. Mick, all is forgiven. Come back to us. We, <laughs> we, we don't get enough just random swearing these days. <laughs> no, I mean... Uh, Maybe not random swearing, but we do get a lot of random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last week. Whoa. It had a Matt rant in it. I was, I was, like, joyous. I love a Matt rant. So, are you going to kick us off then? So, do you want to start with start with the least exciting one? Start with your, um, your solid state one. So, yeah, I went for the Orange Crush Pro. Um, if you're saying that it can be mic'd up and um, the, the the in-house PA is good, yeah. I'll go for an Orange Crush Pro 20. Yeah. So that comes in under your 30, 30 watts then. Um, they do a special edition one in white that looks really badass that I did have a look at on Gak's website. I think it's like 120 quid. Um, Shit, good, man. solid, clean platform yeah. that you can throw pedals at and it handles them well. Yeah. So if you if you're going for something that's mic'd up, yeah, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for the Orange Crush, fiftieth um, anniversary uh, white cr- combo. Yeah, sounds legit. So my uh, my solid state um, choice comes in at two hundred and eighty nine pounds. Um, it okay. is the Blackstar ID TVP fifteen. So they also do a, I think it's like a, a 40 or something like that, but, so, but it qu- weren't quite. I mean, if, if we could have gone up to 40, I would have gone for um, like potentially uh, the Blues Cube. I think it's, is it the stage? One of them's like... <sighs> now you're asking. Yeah, one oh, of them's it might like, be like 35 might be or 60, 40, isn't it? Yeah, I think it might be 60 and 80, but I, I don't know. So... That was that was where I was thinking, but it didn't quite meet the criteria, so I, I had to go for the Black Star. Um, in an example that I'm quite familiar with, I think I have played a larger version than this, um, 
but the features um, make it a, like a really versatile amp. So we've got, uh, it's got, let's just <laughs> count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, like six voicings of the amp. So you've got clean, warm, clean, bright, uh, crunch, super crunch, overdrive one and overdrive two. So like theoretically you could do all your sends from that. But yeah. again, I'm thinking I probably want to use a pedal board, and the clean warm is pretty good as a as a pedal platform. Platform. Uh, but on top of that, being a TVP, you've also got the uh, the kind of valve voicing, so you've got like the choice of it's like emulating the sound of a KT88, 6L6, KT66, EL34, 6V6, EL84. So you've got. Yeah. And and when you're kicking that TVP button as well, it boosts the volume, which is great. It's lovely. <laughs> uh, nice. It's a 10-inch speaker, so again, you pr- you're not going to be doing it unmiked. Definitely not going to be doing it unmiked. But it's pretty. Uh, I, I'd, I'd give it give it a good run for its money there. Yeah. Right. This is the this is the fun stuff, isn't it? Go on. What have we got for El Valle? So- I could have been really boring and gone, well, I play an AC-15, so I'll just get an AC-10. And, you know, that would have been a really boring solution. It would have. And and then I thought, we spoke about something last week, didn't we? Um. We spoke about the Boss Valve Amp Expander. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So this is my cheating solution. Yeah. So I've gone for a Vox AC4 and a Wazza Tube Amp Expander with a cat. So they do a head and cab AC4. Um, it's TV something or other. It's, it's a special edition one. It's yeah, in yeah. white. And I'm putting the cab down on the floor. Then I'm putting this Valve Amp Expander down. And then I'm putting the AC4 head on top. I'm plugging the AC4 head into the Valve Amp Expander. And then that into the cab and into the PA. And Bob's your uncle. Yeah, that <laughs> and that I've would got be a four hundred watt, a hundred yeah. watt um, AC amp, and I'm happy. Right, yeah, like a hundred and four <laughs> watt, isn't it? Because you've got the four <laughs> yeah. four watt going into the speaker, is it? So yeah, so that so that was my my cheating one, a sort of cheating one. Yeah, <laughs> and you said we were allowed to go up to twelve if we really had to. Yeah. So, because I was thinking of unmiked, went for a Morgan PR12. Shit. <laughs> they weigh a ton. They yep. weigh a ton, which is why I mentioned it might not be a lighter solution earlier on in the cast, but I'd go for Morgan PR12. Yeah. I think that's a pretty uh, pretty meaty choice, isn't it? The Morgan PR12, um, Steve Burrows, that I speak about regularly, that went down and tried to, he's got a load of high-end gear, uses PR12s um and they just sound incredible they're a bit fendery voiced for me yeah but if i i would just be using it as a clean platform so i'd be flavoring it with pedals in front of it to take away the the fendery harshness that i'm not a massive fan of no wrong with a fender aren't mate no wrong i know well apart from the blues junior that can go suck a dick <laughs> I literally don't understand it. I do not understand why they are so popular. And we could have had that for this as well because they're they're quite small wattage, aren't they? Or they fifteen? They're fifteen. They're fifteen. Nah, I probably could have got away with that to be honest. But 
Doesn't really matter. I'd rather stick hot forks in the eyes. That's it, yeah. Um, so I, I went for something slightly out of uh, left field here. Um, so it, at the Birmingham Guitar Show, I had the beautiful fortune of playing a lovely handmade amplifier. Um, it is called the Honey Boy Five Guitar. So he does. Uh, he does a couple of. Um, guitar amps. He does an 18 watt guitar amp as well, um, which is slightly out of the um, slightly yeah. out of the, the wattage range. I was I was tempted to just do it and go, ah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't use your 15 watt, but I'm using yeah. an 18. <laughs> so the the five, um, the, I I actually probably preferred the voicing of the five over the over the 18 as well. So that's. Um, that's something. He's doing a 30 watt now as well, which... Oh, man. <laughs> 30 um, watt, but it's 30 watt 310, isn't it? It's Yeah, it's something, something weird crazy. Weird and awesome. And... Uh, so, yeah. it would set you back £975 uh, to buy this 5 watt amplifier. And they are, they are very, very loud. So, I've got no doubts that I could probably, probably make it work. Uh, so we're talking a 12AX7 uh, preamp, 6V6 power amp. Uh, it's got some mental... It seems like an Ibanez serial number for the rectifier tube. It's a 5Y3GT. Um, and I'm sure that's an Ibanez model. It's got to be. Um, but that's the rectifier tube. Uh, and it's got a 10-inch Jensen speaker as well. So kind of fender voiced speaker. Uh, they are absolutely beautiful amplifiers, and if and when I get a little bit of cash together, I think I might be splashing, <laughs> splashing some money on, uh, maybe the five or the eighteen, because <laughs> not only is it like a, a beautiful handmade um, cab uh, combo, sorry, but you get the choice of a custom finish. And clearly, yeah. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> I would not use this choice responsibly. <laughs> What's the point in a custom finish if you go for something responsible? Well, that's exactly it, isn't it? So, I mean, he, d- <laughs> he, he does some, some quite tasteful ones, but he also does like kind of faux croc skin stuff in like various vibrant colours. And I... I'd probably go for something like purple with gold trimming or like like a seafoam green with like um your you kind of your your tweedy um grill cloth. I don't know. I'd go for something which just That's what you used to do. Seafoam green, tweedy grill cloth, taut corners and a taut handle. Oh. <laughs> that is <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that's that's my choice. Um, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if if the five watt. No, it, you know what? It will. It will definitely do it. I don't know if I'll be able to get it clean enough, but I don't mind it being a little bit gritty if it sounds that good. So, <laughs> shit. Yeah, five watt, honey boy. Yeah, and. I've just realised you said to replace our thing. I don't like 
that's half the price of the Morgan PR12. The Morgan PR12 is like 1,900 quid. Yeah. I don't have 1,900 quid, so I'd probably end up doing something like a Marshall Origin 5. Yeah. Actually thinking about it rather than being childish. And again, I'd just have to live with the fact that it probably wasn't quite as clean as I wanted it to be. I think, uh, yeah, I think you could probably deal with that though, can you? Do you want to- I could, yeah. So, do you want to do some news? Because <laughs> we've, we've pontificated quite a lot this week. We, we have just a little bit. <laughs> so, we've, we've got a little bit of news. So, we're going we're gonna to start off with something which, when I first saw it, excited me. Then I saw the price. And then <laughs> I, I was less excited. <laughs> uh, so, Gibson. Steady. Uh, Gibson, BB King, Lucille. White. Say what? Okay. So yeah, it's a not something I remember him playing, but that's just because I've only seen him play a few times. No, no, I don't. It's been a I don't think up. he ever. I don't think he ever played a white one, uh, to my knowledge, anyway. But so kind of standard uh, Lucille accoutrement. So it's got no f holes, but it is semi hollow. Uh, it has a. TP6 tailpiece which is it's an odd tailpiece if you've uh, if you don't know the kind of history behind it um, it's basically do you know Floyd Rose systems how they've got like, these little kind of fine tuny wheels yeah it's one of those built into like a a stop bar essentially okay that's a bit odd yeah but well, I sort of get what you mean so it's like a, a normal Gibson bridge system but you can adjust the tuning at the bridge end yeah so you you set the tuning with your your tuners but then you can absolutely fine nail tune. the fine tuning with the with the tp6 um okay. <laughs> at one point in my uh in my crazy guitar career um i was looking into the tp6 tailpiece to have a uh, a, a hard tail guitar but that had the the Floyd Rose nut, so you could lock it and then <laughs> just fine tune it. Because I loved the fact that Floyd Roses were like rock solid tune, um, but you can't have a Floyd Rose nut without being able to fine tune it at the end. Otherwise, you'll just never get it in tune to start off with. Yeah. Uh, so I, I toyed with the idea of doing that, but then realised that's fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm, I'm glad you came to that conclusion in the end because what my head was saying whilst you were explaining that was that's fucking stupid. Well, yeah, I, 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 don't worry about it. Like when I was probably 19, I realised that. So, <laughs> uh, oh, was this when you were dreaming up your dream guitars after you just started? Yeah, yeah. I want a hardtail, but I want a locking knot. <laughs> That's it. I want all of the kind of tuning stability of a Floyd Rose. I don't care. I'm not going to put it into drop D or any any stupid tuning like that. So I don't need to tune on the fly. But I want it to be a hard tail. <laughs> don't need any of that <laughs> stupid wiggle stick nonsense. Uh, so yeah, that's my my kind of foray into the the TP6 style piece and why I know a little bit about it. Um, it's got the vary tone switch, so six-way switch that adds different capacitors, like yeah. kind of revoices the whole whole shebang. Um, it's got stereo jack, uh, so like two jack inputs, 
which means that you can have one pickup going to one amp, another pickup going to the other, or you can run them uh, uh, as it calls mono, essentially normal mode, where yeah. you can <laughs> uh, switch between. Um, however, it has a rich light board, which some yeah. people do. Yeah, some people moan about, it, and the fact that it's like a composite makes you think, okay, it's it's less of a premium. It also has got 490T and 490R pickups. So budget Gibson pickup. So this is coming in at... It's still a hollow body, so 1,900 quid? Double it and some. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> yeah, so. so let, let me get this right. So you've got some bits of wood stuck together into in a mushy paste and then shoved into the cavity to make a fretboard. You've got the... Budget line Gibson pickups, and it's coming in at more than four grand. Yeah, four four twenty. I mean, you've got to be four twenty in to really see this as a viable option, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they 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 high they high as balls. <laughs> um, so it's it's got a torque guard. So I mean, that's that's a redeeming feature on it. Um, and I got- guess it's a white three three. Oh, it's not even three three five really. Yeah, is it's three four five. Yeah, three four five, whatever it is. And you said it's got it's the Lucille, so it's not got the the F hole. So you know it is something unique. So yeah, when I was saying nineteen hundred, I was probably being a bit mean. But I mean, two and a half yeah. grand is kind of. I'd be annoyed at getting a four ninety T and four ninety R for four for two and a, in a two and a half grand guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. Do not get me wrong. Like it's it is a slap in the face, isn't it? Um, I don't know if that was BB uh, King's pickup of choice, but I'm gonna sh- say that it probably wasn't. I'm, no, I'm gonna probably. say it probably didn't exist when he got his first Lucille. Probably not. Um, <laughs> however, there, there was a product video on it, and that frizzy-haired gentleman, Jared uh, Nickel James or J- James Nickel or whatever it was, Jared, that guy, um, he was playing it. And that guy can play. He's he's a serious, serious player. It, sound, it sounded good. It sounded really good. Is it £4,420 worth of good? Is it bollocks? Yeah, I'm sorry. Like It's it's just another Gibson. This If you're going to re- release guitars like this, don't release massive news articles saying this is a this is a new product release it is kind of a special thing that you have to find out about and you feel like you feel special when you find out about it because it's not being advertised anywhere and you sell the 15 20 that you might sell at that price you'll still make the money that you were going to make but you won't get any of the backlash like i know we've bitched about gibson and like we're criticized for always saying gibson are doing stupid things but i'm sorry this is stupid yeah, I mean, there's just there's certain choices which make it stupid, don't they? I mean, the 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 board not being a premium, you'd expect at least ebony for like four four twenty, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, and we we we're now in a stage where they're not going to class musical instruments within CITES. Why not just put rosewood on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ro- yeah, rosewood or ebony because both both the choices for uh, Gibson guitars actual wood. Yeah, so uh, I mean, they have used rich light for for quite a few years now. They um, have. But yeah, like 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 
we're both thinking it's it's a lot of money for what is perceived as not premium uh, materials. So yeah, yeah, I think that's 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 where we uh, we leave the the BB King Lucille. But like, it looks rad. It does look rad. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure there'll be people out there that buy it. It's just there's not going to be many of them, and for that reason, I don't think they should be advertising it in the way that they probably are. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see. I didn't see like mass advertisements for it. I, I managed to catch it in a little bit of news. Um, but let's let's move on anyway, because um, I think yeah, we go on to the next one. We should go into the next one. So, on the last one, we talked about the next one. Now this is this one. Maybe we should. This is yeah. the segment on the next one from the last one that is this one. <laughs> exactly. I'm sh- I'm glad that we've made everything already. so clear. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Boss absolutely smashed it last week with the um, with the power expander. So much so that Matt mentioned it again. Uh, <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's the last time that we're going to mention it. To be honest, um, no, uh, like dream dream rigs are going to include that now. Yeah. Um, so they also released an amp line as well, which. Uh, so let's talk about the specs first, and then then we can bitch about it. Um, <laughs> so they're they're touting it as. Um, so it's it's got four um, four power amp sections based on a six V six six L six EL eighty four EL thirty four. They are not valve power sections. They are solid state, but they are solid solid state valve em- voice. Yeah, emulating. So they're they're emulating it in an analog way rather than the digital way that the Black Star TVP stuff does. This is an actual okay. analog way of doing it. So it's like four different power amp circuits that are built into it. Um, doing it analog but solid state is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give them that. So I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a interesting thing. Um. So what what else have we got? So there are two versions. There's the artist, which is the eighty watt, and the stage, which is the forty watt. Um, it has got, uh, I mean, the, the kind of standard stuff that you'd expect from it. Um, it's got USB editing, um, so you can fine tune the stuff. You can fine tune like the, the the sag and the bias of the the like modelled um, analog uh, amp circuitry. So like the 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 sag of the theoretical six v six. And the bias of of them, and like the EQ settings as well, can be like fine tuned. Um, usually, I'd read over stuff like that and be like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Um, but uh, our friend, the guitar geek, Mister Andrew Ferris, um, he showed the the kind of the editor software for the Katana artist uh, with his Katana Tuesday. Um, thing this week where he did uh, um, mute super, 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 that, that's the one um, and it sounded really good 
he he got it very very close with uh, by managing to use the the kind of fine tuning of the uh, the artist software. Um, so after seeing that, I'm I'm pretty excited for the fact that it's got like the the fine tuning end for this stuff. Um, it also works as a USB interface. Uh, I've also written down the word tube logic, which I assume refers to the the kind of four solid state power sections. Um, so let's talk the price. So forty watt will bring you in at like four hundred and thirty nine pounds. Uh, eighty watt is six hundred and fifteen pounds. What do you think, Matthew? I'm really not that fussed. Like it's, I don't want to be like after how excited I was for the valve amp expander or the was it amp expander, whatever they yeah. called it. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Um, this is just meh. Um, valve amps sound good. Some some solid state amps sound good. Why do you need valve emulating solid state amps and why? Do you need a product name that is like Hotone so that nobody's going to pronounce it how you want it pronouncing? And why, like, just when, as much as, like, say, the Katana has all this wonderful stuff where you can plug it into your computer and tweak about with it and get the sound you want, with a valve amp, you can do that with the tweak of a couple of knobs on the top of it, and then you get the sound that you want. You don't have to yeah. plug it into your computer, and I can't be asked taking my computer to a gig to get my amp to sound good. I, I want something that I can tweak to the room on a fly, on the fly. And I think that you would be close at gigs, but you'd never ever be the sound you want in your head because you can't do that micro-tweaking at a gig without plugging your laptop in your amp. And who wants to turn up to a pub on a Saturday night at half past eight, set their rig up, then plug their amp into a laptop spend another 20 minutes tweaking to the sound of the room as it is then and then have 100 people piling off the street at 11 o'clock your amp sound then again is not quite <laughs> set room you can't just t- tweak the EQ slightly on the top of your amp you've got to plug your laptop back in I'm sorry but nobody's doing that so <laughs> I, th- I think the uh, the editor is is more for getting your kind of the ballpark and then the, the, the dials on the amp itself are then for fine-tuning yeah room. maybe maybe but it's, it's just because if you think of it like from the um the valve amp kind of point of view you don't go into a room with your valve amp and then go oh no the uh the the bias on these is a, a bit hot for the room let's just get the screwdriver out and try not to kill myself um yeah yeah, so, yeah i get i guess but like i, I, I said it's just I don't know. I think it might be being a bit harsh. Um, it, it might be, but at the same time, I don't criticise the TC pedals for the way that they're stupid, like tweaking of your yeah, what do you call the tone print software, because you can still tweak the pedal on the fly, and even if you're using the tone print, you can send a tone print via your phone. Whereas this, yeah. if you do want to do any tweaking at all, it's plug it in time and. As much as that sounds wonderful, I can't be arsed with that shit. <laughs> yeah. Mini Matt rant. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> it's okay. It's. it's I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll leave you to redeem the fact that these are actually a half decent product. Um, I uh, like like I kind of alluded to at the start of it. I'm going to rag on it, um, but not for the reasons that you have. Um, for me, I'm just concerned where it where it sits in the the kind of boss Roland lineup. Oh yeah, <laughs> because like they've got the the katana, which is probably half the price of uh, of each of these. Uh, yeah. So you've got the you've got the standard, you've got the artist as well, which I don't know it's, how much they come in at. But they, the artist they, is four hundred and twenty five pounds at the moment, I believe. The artist one hundred. So there you go. The artist one hundred is coming in. And, very similar to the same price as the stage forty uh next one. Um so like comparable the I, I imagine they do quite a similar thing because they say that these are because they're analog um what do they call it? Tube logic. <laughs> Fuck if I know man. Uh, I think this was the 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 kind of the s- software, the the kind of thing that they were taking with the, uh, the the blues cubes, actually the tube logic. So it might it might be a continuation from that. But that uh, they say that that forty watts is comparable to forty watts of valve, not like the hundred watt artist is probably comparable to something thirty watt yeah, tw- thirty yeah. thirty watt twenty watt. Well, the artist is a class D power section, whereas these are class A B, so it's not quite a class A valve, but it's as close as damn close as you're gonna get with anything solid state. So you should get most of a forty watt valve amp volume from a one of these forty watt next ones. Yeah, and you also if it's an A B power section, you're also gonna get a slightly more authentic feel uh than you would with a a, a D uh class D power section, because they're uh, like very efficient, but also the efficiency kind of sterilizes it a little bit. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean that might be a kind of a step up from the 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 artists in terms of uh, sorry the katanas in terms of like the the feel that you get from it. Yeah, um, I mean, don't qu- I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure that the artists are class D power sections. Yeah, uh, it it rings a bell. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're talking like for the the comparable like hundred watt uh, artist, you're getting the like the 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 forty watt version of the next one. Um, so that's that's a little bit confusing, the fact that. Is it here to try and take over the the katanas, or is it because it's it's it seems like it's the next price price point up, but then it seems to be competing with their very own blues cube, mm-hmm. um, which <laughs> they're, they're brilliant amps. Don't get me wrong; they they are very good amps, yeah. um, and I think it falls into the under the, uh, the the tube logic thing where it feels more. Uh, more authentic than you would get be getting with the katanas, but then is it trying to take over from that? Is it trying to usurp the 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 blues cube because it's under the Roland name and 
then potentially just roll out the next one. Um, <laughs> just the name, <laughs> just fuck me. <laughs> uh, um, I think, do, you, do you think you should probably mention that they want us to call it the next tone, and the, we're not going to uh, do that? Isn't it the next tone? Like any X tone? That's not what I heard when I heard the fella from Boss speak about it. He called it the next tone. Z. Like, it was definitely a T and then a space and then another T, which it, it, one of them is imaginary. Yeah. Yeah, like like Hotone. Or like yeah. when uh, when the chap on Blind Date used to go used to pronounce like really enunciate the two Ds in it. Blind date. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them. Next to tone. Exactly, yeah. That's what it sounded like to me when he was doing the video. And it might have been that the video skipped at the wrong time, and it might be supposed to be next tone. Yeah, who but knows? when I heard it, that one time I watched that one promotional thing on it, it was next tone. Yeah. So, I mean, we're throwing our cards on the table at the moment, saying we don't really understand it and don't see where it's going to sit. So by us doing that, this is going to be the next big thing and it's going to completely blow everything out of the water and it's all anyone's going to be talking about next year, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be the amp to have this time next year and we're going to be going, but I don't understand. Yeah, and, and <laughs> if anyone from Boss is listening, you can put that on your uh, your advertisement slogans that Fret Talk Podcast, we don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure we said that about the Katana very, very early on. And look yeah. what happened to that. Yeah, that died a death, didn't it, that one? Yeah, totally. It's, it's Nobody's playing them. The fucking ubiquitous <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> right, we've got we've got one last uh, one last piece of news today. Because I think we've uh, we've polished off the uh, the next one there, haven't we? So we have. a company that we don't usually speak to too much about uh, J Rocket or J Rad. Um, I don't know why they've got two names. Don't don't quote me on it. Um, but they've come up with a pedal called the Monkey Man, which to me it's it uh, sprung up Sound. images of the the uh, the Kinks. Um, but I mean, the first thing that hit my head was that's a bit dodgy in 2018. <laughs> Yeah, which exactly, like, literally, if you listen to uh, Monkey Man by the Kinks, you just think, oh, hang on. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, yeah, like, it just makes, that puts me on edge straight away. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like a yellow enclosure, is it? No, 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 it's like a, it's like a pastely green, it's almost kind of like surf green. Okay, uh, it good. looks, it looks quite classy, actually. Um but yeah, like full disclaimer, I absolutely love the Kinks. Monkey Man, not my favourite Kinks <laughs> tune. It, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of on par with Lola, where you just like mm, probably okay back then. Uh, I mean Lola's not exactly offensive about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, listen to it listen to it you might you might maybe I need to listen to it again to be fair I probably haven't heard Lola in about five years yeah just all I remember is the bit about Cherry Cola yeah yeah but it's because 
they couldn't. They originally rhymed it with Coca Cola, but couldn't couldn't do that Get because the of the, yeah, because of the the uh, the copyright. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, whenever I think of that tune, I think of um, Future Armor and Zap Brannigan uh, singing <laughs> singing Layla. Layla, he's just—he's terrible. He's a, just a terrible man. Um, but yeah, future I'm hilarious. Uh, so J Rocket, uh, Monkey Man. It's a tweed amp in a very cool-looking box. Uh, What's so, that got to do with monkeys? I'm not fucking clue, mate. Uh, <laughs> okay, as long as we're on the same page. Yeah. No, I mean. But then again, like, what does what's an archer got to do with, like, a centaur? Or are, are they depicted as archers? Often? I'm pretty sure centaurs have been archers in some, like, fantasy world at some point. Yeah. I believe. I've def- Before I'd seen that pedal, I'd definitely seen a centaur with a bow and arrow trying to shoot something. Fair play. Maybe monkey men... Often carry around tweed amps, also in mythology. I, I don't yeah, because you want to watch what you're saying again. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's, uh, and I think that's where we'll leave this new segment. <laughs> uh, so it's got it's got three controls. Um, however, they are not what you think. So volume is one of them. Yes, yes. big tick. Yeah, that's one you expect. So uh, the other one should be. Tone and gain, yeah. Um, no, no, not at all. <laughs> so what? You've got it's speak- a drive pedal. Yeah, yeah. speaker Volume, breakup. tone, gain. Speaker breakup. Okay, speaker, I mean that's, that's basically it's a synonym drive. for drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of. <laughs> yeah, but then the tone control isn't a tone control. It's a spring reverb control. So this definitely has two fluctuations, then, yeah. No, no, it does not. <laughs> so, sorry, what now? Yeah, it's it's unashamedly you. If you want to send like that specific tweed amp, you just stamp on this, and then everything happens. So the the verb and the 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 whole kind of vibe of it. So okay, that's different. It is, and I applaud different. So hats off, you J Rocket people, you. Um, it sounds really good. It it has got that kind of classic tweed amp kind of thing going on. They they ended up playing like a little bit of kind of Stones inspired stuff, and it absolutely nailed that tone. Um, but there's kind of more classic tweedy tones that they. Um, that they do. The guy who's playing with uh, playing the pedal demo in it, I can't remember what what his name was, um, but like very accomplished player. Didn't just play blues, like very subtle blues. Yeah. Didn't just shred the shit out of it. Okay, so this is somebody who could actually do a pedal demo. Yeah, I mean, he did some fancy playing. I was like, yeah, that's that's some tasty tasty work. And then he backed yeah. it off and, and did some lock chordal work. And like I say, he played something very stonesy. So yeah, yeah. I, I only got about four minutes into the, the pedal demo 
because it was it was probably about eight minutes long, and I'm like, well, come on, it's got three fucking controls. Um, <laughs> but like from from what I what I heard, uh, very very subtle, not like super in your face drive. Uh, very fendery. Um, like I say, yeah, just that real vintage vibe with it. Uh, hundred ninety nine dollars. Not too bad. It's a bit steep, to be honest. It it <laughs> is, but I mean, everything's going that way at the moment. Like, yeah, it's it's not out the realm for for J. And you've got to remember stuff. this this is this is a drive reverb pedal, not just a drive pedal. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, if you like take all the drive off, you could just use it as a spring reverb pedal. Which <laughs> <laughs> I mean. A single you? control spring reverb, reverb pedal. Uh, that's it, yeah. The, yeah, that also kind of works as a preamp on your tone as well because it will colour your your signal. <laughs> yeah, whether you like it or not. Yeah, so potentially not the greatest uh, spring reverb spring pedal. Spring reverb pedal. But, yeah. I mean, the option Not recommending it as a spring reverb. Yeah. But if you, if you really want to... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you need like if you need a tweed amp speaker uh, sound for a few songs, but then also just need a spring reverb pedal with a few kind of dial adjusts, you get there. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be buying one anyone see anytime soon. But uh, no, I, I I won't be either. But I, like I've said many times on this podcast, I'm not a fan of Fender amps. Yeah. And they're not particularly known for their their astonishing drive turns, are they, Fenders? No, not really. But yeah, like I say, early um, kind of British bluesy stuff. So yeah, it's all good. Um, and I thought yeah. we don't we don't mention them a lot, so it's worth worth sticking them in in the cast every so often. And that is our Makes cast sense. for this week, I reckon. That's our, that's us. Do you want to do the outro, Matt? Because I don't think I can cope. I really okay, don't. Okay, so if you want to hear more of the Budget Pedal Chap, you can go to Instagram.com and search the Budget Pedal Chap. You can go Facebook.com, search the Budget Pedal Chap, or you can go on YouTube, YouTube and search for Budget Pedal Chap where there's new videos out every Friday. That is correct. Um, Obviously, this Friday coming sees you need to go. You need to. We said it earlier in the cast. You need to go and watch the video that's coming out this Friday. Not saying any more on it. Just go and watch the video. Yep, defo. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us as part of the cast, um, facebook.com slash fret talk podcast or search of fret talk podcast in the groups section. Get in touch with us in there. Ask any questions you want. And or you know chat with the people that are in there. There's some good people with some crazy gear in there. So yeah, get involved. And then I do a wrestling podcast called the Bad Bookers Podcast. If you've got any interest in wrestling and like hearing me rant, uh, come along to the Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast. Um, alternatively, if you want to get me on Twitter, I am at heel underscore um, Matt Q. Heel underscore Matt Q. Not M Matthew. <laughs> yeah, banging. Yeah, you did a, as good a job as I would have done, uh, if not better. And <laughs> not I, better. I, I would, 
I would like to thank our listeners for uh, for tuning in this week. Thank you so much for listening. You guys make the make the cast happen. And yeah, as Matt did say, just uh, just be be very aware that this week there is definitely shit going down on the YouTube channel. So check it out. Um, so yeah, from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, from Mr. Matt Quine, it will be a goodbye and good night for this week. Tatty goodbye bye. and good night. <laughs> we are in sync tonight, like bang on. I. That's a podcast. That is a podcast. Like a motherfucker. <laughs>